The following is a conversation with KBEK's Rockin' Robin Riley with Mora High School Principal Brent Nelson right here on Q Media's On Demand. Good morning to you, Brent. Good morning, KBEK. Good morning, Robin. It's a pleasure, as always, to have you come in and chat. So let's start, my dear, with kind of what's been shaken since the last time we chatted. Well, we are excited here in the office because this year has been tough to find substitute teachers and substitute paraprofessionals. So our district has allowed us to post some building sub positions. So what this is, is basically it'd be a sub that works every single day. Hmm. And the pay is better. Um, I want The reason I brought it up is if in case any of our listeners are interested in something like this, it's basically full-time work. There are benefits to um, the pay is about two, a little over 200 a day, and yeah, we need subs, so we're we're trying to compete to get subs. Well, and I know um, when I talked to Dan Voce uh, just last week, Dan had said that particular day he was going to be working in the lunchroom serving, he said. <laughs> so I know there's been a demand when you've got to bring Voce in with a hairnet, you've reached a whole new low. <laughs> Let's be honest, right? And he And he agreed with me on that. <laughs> so yeah, we, <laughs> nobody wants to get their food from Dan. No. I mean, he's a great guy and everything, you know. But I have a feeling he'd be skimpy on the French fries and that kind of thing. So he's not the lunch guy. Well, I the want. reason the reason I'm so excited is <laughs> when we are short subs, I end up subbing our counselors, our interventionists, Mr. Baki, our assistant principal. Like we all end up having to sub. And then we don't get to our meetings and we don't get our job done. So right, it's, right. It's not very effective when we're subbing. No, and it, it's, I do think it's great from a team approach that guess what? You know, you do what you have to do to get the job done. I, I think that's wonderful. And I know a lot of places have had to go to that model when they're short staffed. But at the same time, like you say, then it pulls you away from what you're truly there to do. So ideally, you have these qualified people that come in and are interested in doing this subbing. And that's a, a nice little stipend. And it can be really, they can have the longer duration or if they want to kind of cherry pick. Am I right with that, Brent? Yeah, if you if you want to just sub, you know, day by day, you can choose each morning if you want to work or not. You can, there's an online system. You can select jobs in advance if you don't like surprises. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I used to be a sub and I'd get a phone call every morning at 6 a.m. And that was, I, I actually like that. I know some people are more planners and they don't like that. So Yeah, and it's just, right, because it's just, yes, different kinds of people. Some like that spontaneity and some are like, no, I kind of like to know a week ahead so I can plan. So I, I get that. So the best thing, Brent, should somebody go to the website, the school website, to look into more information on that or call the district office? Yeah, I would say they can do either or. Go to the, the district. I mean, calling is easiest, I think. Call Kelly. She's our HR director in the district office. Okay. Otherwise, the, the website, there's always job postings on the website. And refresh me on the phone number there, Brent. Uh, 679-6200. It is. I thought it was, but I want to just clarify that I had the right one there. And what else do we want to touch on today, my dear? Well, you know, we, as as administrators, we have um, some goals, and we just are, we're in the process of setting those, and we have a, it's called a professional learning community Basically, we work together to support each other to accomplish the goals. And we're, our focus this year is we're looking at two areas. One is supporting all of the staff 
this year has been tough. We, we kind of thought this year we'd be back to normal. It just hasn't happened. This a lot of the pandemic is still having some effects on education, and people are they're exhausted and they need support. So our one of our goals is to support staff, and then another goal is to help math scores improve. Okay. So is that so is for that, that one for that one we we support the you know we have some data retreats where the math teachers get together and they get to look at how did each student score last year on the MCA test and we can break it down by specific standards and substandards um, we we build in some intervention time to pull the students we know need a little extra hands-on math support I'm wondering we can hire. We could, we're trying to hire a paraprofessional that has a strong math background to support students in the math classroom. Things like that. Makes a lot of sense. What I was going to ask is just, is this something where you get together with other schools, too, that, you know, teach a particular curriculum and they maybe brainstorm? Is it mainly within more a school district you're talking about? Well, that's a great question. I'm actually a member of three PLCs. One of them is our administrative team here at Morris Schools, uh, the other principals, the superintendent, uh, a few of the other directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I'm also, like when you talk about other districts, I am a part of a East Central principal group and then a more central Minnesota group. So I, it's really nice once a month to be able to bounce those questions off others and learn from what other districts are doing. Most definitely. I think that, that that brainstorming and, hey, this is what's working for us. Have you thought about this? That kind of thing is just invaluable. I mean, it's it's constantly a learning experience anyway, no pun intended, with a school. And the educators themselves can get some tips and tricks, and I think that's a great idea. Yeah. You know, good deal. And what else, my dear? You know, the only other thing I was going to mention is uh, we're trying to keep our staff healthy here. We did offer a booster, a COVID booster, last Friday. And then next Friday, we have another round of that. Um, we are working with Wellia and Kanabic County Public Health to offer the 5- through 11-year-old vaccine. This will be optional, mm-hmm. and it will be convenient to parents probably right before or right after school. And we know how serious this is, and we want to keep people safe. That's a great idea. I know I, I did the booster myself here a couple weeks ago, and I did the flu shot. So I did the flu shot in one arm, booster in the other. And, uh, yeah, a little bit of sore arm, but, you know, I always had that with the with the influenza shot anyway, and it was a day and life was good. So I feel glad that I'm up to snuff, so to speak, on that. So I, I have my family members and some close friends that have COPD, and I help them with grocery shopping and things like that. So, you know, I just want to make sure I'm doing what I can to keep them safe as well. So that's, I'm not on a soapbox here, but... That's the reasoning why I hurried up and got that booster. I think it was a good plan. So, yeehaw. My dear, I know you have a guest for us today. Who are we going to be speaking with? I do. I'm super excited to introduce. He's a senior leader in our school. Uh, And actually, I'm really proud of him because he just competed recently at Nationals for shooting sports. And here is Austin Waxmuth. Hey, good morning, Austin. Congratulations on going to Nationals. Are you, when shooting sports, what, which one, which aspect are you doing? Uh, I shoot uh, trap shooting. 
good for you. My and so I pardon me for bringing my son up because I know that you know, but he went to nationals <laughs> as well for shotgun all those years ago and and for trap, and it was such a great experience for him. And I'm so glad you got to do it because I know. Our Kanabic County, our area here, has some amazing shooters. How did you do, and how did the team do? Yeah, well, it was uh, me, Tucker Sanders, and Christian Hanson Rude that all went uh, as a group. And me and Tucker, we shot pretty average. I think we were about 1,100th in the country. And then Christian, he shot really, really well, and he was like 431st in the country. In the country. Just think of that. That is amazing, and it's such a commitment. How often do you guys... Uh, how often do you shoot? Is it each week? What What do you do there? Yeah, uh, well, me and Tucker, we're in high school trap and 4-H trap. And then we also do the uh, the range league. So we sure. shoot uh, two to three times a week. Right. And explain just for a listener who's not as familiar, when you shoot, it's, it's usually... In the old days, it used to be three boxes of 25, basically, or something like that, or four. How how much do you shoot? Because I know the price of uh, ammo has gone up quite a bit. Yeah. Well, each round is uh, 25 shells, and everyone's lined up in a line, and they shoot one at a time at the division that comes out of the house. Okay. And then is it just... Um, it's, so then it's best out of 25. So what's kind of cool, if you get 25 out of 25, usually you get a patch, you get designation. I mean, that's a really cool thing when you can get them all. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting when you can get them all. Do you think that's something you want to pursue going forward, Austin? I mean, it's going to be, it's been a neat thing for you, but it could carry over, you know, after high school. Would you want to do that on another level going forward? Yeah, if I ever got the opportunity, I think I'd be really interested in that. Good for you. That's awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit, and if you're okay about it, uh, Veterans Day, of course, is tomorrow, and it turns out your older brother is in the military. Can you tell us a little about that? Yeah, my older brother, Zachary Rocksmith, he's uh, in the National Guard. He's been there for about three years, and he's got three years left to go. Good for him. Did he, by chance, go to Morris High School also? Yep, he graduated uh, three years ago. That's fantastic. Well, please thank him for uh, from all of us. Thank him for his service. I, I think that's wonderful. So, Austin, too, you're a deer hunter. So how has, so far, we just had the opener on Saturday. How has the season been so far for you? So far, it's been really good. I got a nice little eight point on the opener evening. You did. So, and and I love specifics about deer hunting. So without giving your location, of course, <laughs> you don't have to do that. But so how did it work? Was the deer going through woods? Was he going to uh, maybe some crops? What What was the scenario? Yeah, I was uh, hunting my brother's stand, and, you know, it's, it's always been a pretty active area over uh, in that area, okay. especially on opener in the evening. And he was just walking on the trail, and he came right into one of the shooting lanes. Perfect. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty nice. Do you think, is it a big enough one? I know sometimes people like to do the head mounts or do the European thing now with, with the bugs that eat all the stuff away. We won't go into too much detail on that. But um, are you think you'll do that, or are you just going to... Uh, it's just going to be maybe a wall hanger. You you clean it up and hang it up. Yeah, it's not it's not big enough to really get it mounted or anything. But you know you cut off the antlers and yeah. you buy one of those little kits and fleet fire and then you hang it up on the wall. Exactly, we've got a lot of those at our house too. That's a great way to do it. So now it sounds like see a little bird tells me things, Austin. It's not like I'm snooping into your social media or anything. Somebody gives me <laughs> some of these, so just know that. But it sounds like you are thinking about going into the trades after high school. So what are you thinking about? 
Yeah, I plan on going to Pine Tech after high school and uh, going to be a welder. That is awesome. I'm telling you, Pine Tech's a great school. Have you already been in touch with those guys, or where are you at in that process? Yeah, I'm yet to apply there. I, you know, I still plan to, but I've called them once and I had some questions, and they said, you know, anything that we're looking to learn, they can teach. They can, you know, the instructor can learn about it himself and making all the equipment that we want. Absolutely. And you can do a breeze through there, you know, call them up or they have, of course, days where you can go in and see the campus. And it is such a great place. They've done a bunch of uh, upgrades there, too. It's just beautiful. I had a chance to go there this summer. So congratulations on that, Austin. I think you're making a great decision. We need welders. So I appreciate you going into that. And let's talk, Austin, before I let you go too far here. Uh, it sounds like you love snowmobiling, ice fishing, uh, four-wheeling. So you, you definitely are going into the, the months here. We get some nice cold weather and maybe some snow. You're looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say? Snowmobiling, your favorite, ice fishing, about the same. What, do, what are your biggest passions of those two? Well, it's nice with snowmobiling and ice fishing because you use the snowmobile to pull your stuff out to like, go ice fishing. So it works well together. <laughs> it's the best best of both worlds, right? <laughs> yeah. So where do you like to ice fish when you go out? We have a lot of great lakes in the area here. I really like going over to uh, Rush Lake. I know a few spots over there that are really good for some crappie. There, I was going to say, I've, I've fished there before, not in the wintertime. They have some nice crappies there. And I'm... I love that panfish. There's something about it. I know it's great to get the northerns and the and the walleye and stuff in season, but I don't know. I just love panfishing and doing, you know, trying to get them. Do you use a, um, what I want to say, a, not a locator, I guess kind of like that, but the regular screens where you can see the fish coming in and you can see your bait down there? Do you go to that point? Uh, no, we've just got the, you know, the old-fashioned Vexilar flasher. There you go. I like it. You and I'd have fun fishing because I would love going out and doing that. That'd be a great time. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It so is. It's even better when you know a good spot and you can actually catch some fish out there. And it's close to home. I mean, it's something you can just get up and decide, you know, hey, the weather's good today. Let's go. And and I love that. It just makes the winter go a little bit quicker. And four-wheeling. Do you yeah. a lot of, do a lot of four-wheeling in the area? Do you go on the trails? What do you like doing there, Austin? Yeah. Uh, I have my grandpa, he's got uh, about 40 acres of wooded trail land up north. Oh, or, perfect. You know, where we hunt, and it's always fun going around there and hunting and going forwarding, and then it's always fun when you can go on a forward trip. There you go. Just making good use of your time there. I think it's wonderful. And your senior year goes so fast, Austin. I hope you just enjoy every minute of it. We so appreciate what you're doing. And uh, I want to give you a chance to do the old shout-out. Is there anybody you want to shout-out to this morning? Yeah, my mom and dad, uh, Josh and Kristen Watchmith, and then my grandma and grandpa, Brian and Diane Watchmith, they, I know they're listening. So There you go, and I'll tell you what, Diane and I are friends on Facebook, so there. So I'm just telling you, yeah. there's a connection. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I if I tapped into her or she tapped into me, but either way, we are friends on Facebook, so there is that connection. Well, let me tell you something, kiddo. I hope you have a great rest of the year, and get out this winter, do some ice fishing. Maybe I'll see you on Rush Lake. You and I will look for each other. <laughs> Sounds good. Like you'll know who I am, right? I'll be the one. I'll be the one wearing as much clothing as possible because I usually get cold pretty easily in the winter time. So <laughs> I'll look like the Michelin Man out there. All right, you know what I'm saying there, Austin. Thank you so much, and I will just go ahead and I'd like to always give Brent one more chance if he thought of something uh, after the fact. Anything else we need to touch on there? No, thanks for having us on this morning. As always, it's a pleasure. We'll catch up next Thursday. Take care, my dear. 
You have been listening to a Q Media Group production.